Welcome to the Life After Sugar podcast. The podcast that's not just about sugar, but about your relationship with it and also with food and especially with yourself. So if you want to discover your life after sugar and hear inspiring stories from all kinds of people who also cut out sugar in their way, at their pace, for their own reasons, this is the podcast for you. Because you know, when you take away the sugar, you can finally discover the real sweetness in your life. I'm your host, Netta Gorman. Okay, so this episode is full of crap. <laughs> and I would have liked it to have been episode number two. <laughs> so I have to give it another number. But why is this episode full of crap? So I want to tell you a story. Now, I suffered from chronic constipation for over 15 years, from my early 30s to my mid-40s. And, you know, I'm no doctor. I'm no health professional. I never claim to be. But what I learned about constipation could fill a book. <laughs> And if you do suffer from chronic constipation, you would probably have time to read that book while you're sitting on the toilet. But anyway... <laughs> Let's get to it. The official definition is if you're going to the bathroom less than three times a week for over a period of several months. And for me, I would have loved to have had that kind of frequency because for me, three times a week was like the real max. And I would sit there and sit there and just waste so much time in the bathroom. It just wasn't funny. And how this chronic constipation made me feel was like a failure. I couldn't even do the basic action of going to the bathroom. And physically, it was painful. I had bloating. I had gas. I was just generally uncomfortable. I, it even gave me bad breath. And I didn't seem to have the classic reasons for constipation, like, for example, low thyroid hormone levels. I didn't have those. And even though I know that constipation affects up to 20% of the population, I'd done everything I could think of to get rid of this. I'd even been to hospital for x-rays where they told me, literally, that I was full of crap. <laughs> my gut was full. You could see it on the x-rays. I did what my doctor told me to do. I took laxatives that he prescribed and they just gave me cramps and made me dependent on the closest bathroom. He told me to eat high fiber foods, so I did. But the problem with that, I realized, was that these types of products were mostly processed fiber products and they actually made my constipation worse. And I just felt like a failure. And it kept getting worse and worse all the way through my 30s into my 40s and I really tried to do everything that I was supposed to do. Go to the bathroom at the same time each day, respect or listen to my signals, the urges, except I wasn't getting any, relax. But I was still constipated on holiday and on weekends, so relaxing didn't seem to help. Drinking more fluids, that sometimes made a difference, but not automatically. And the main thing that I was told to do was to bulk up my diet with dietary fiber. So especially like wheat bran or that powder that you put in liquid or water or juice and drink. Well, 
that didn't help either. I didn't know what else to do. And in the end, what actually helped me the most was to ignore all of that advice. And I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just saying this is what helped me. What really worked for me was, first of all, to stop eating sugar, processed grains, flour, and all kinds of processed foods that contain them. That was the main thing that helped. And to stop eating those high bran products, it wasn't high bran food so much that I was eating, but high bran products. And of course, those products also contain sugar. And that didn't help my situation at all. So in the end, it was actually less fiber that helped me, as well as one major thing, which is that I added probiotic foods and drinks to my diet, not pills, not powders, not supplements, real live probiotic foods and drinks that I knew nothing about, but that I learned about and that I would like to teach you about because those are what really got my digestion going again. Again, I'm not a health professional. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a regular person. Well, I'm regular now. <laughs> I used to be an irregular person. And what I can tell you that worked for me is to add these probiotic foods to my diet. So homemade yogurt, homemade kefir, homemade kombucha, homemade fermented veggies like sauerkraut and kimchi, not supplements, real probiotic foods. And I have to tell you also that one other thing that I suffered from that I would never have imagined even existed was low stomach acid. And the thing is that the symptoms of having low stomach acid are very similar to symptoms for people who need antiacids. So, of course, my doctor kept giving me antiacids and that was making the situation worse. At no point, at any time when I consulted a doctor or a pharmacist or even a gastroenterologist who gave me a colonoscopy, at no point did any of them ask me, what are you eating? Are you eating sugar? Are you eating processed foods? Are you eating live probiotic foods? None of them. So I had to be my own researcher and I had to be my own advocate. And what I found was that adding just small amounts of different types of probiotic foods and drinks made all the difference. Because I added them in small amounts, they didn't give me too much of a big reaction. I didn't get too much gas. I didn't get cramps. It was pretty gentle. And slowly over time, I became regular again. And I cannot underestimate the joy of going to the bathroom every day. At the beginning, every time I'd had a successful bathroom visit, I just felt like running out into the street and telling everybody, I just went to the bathroom. <laughs> Not sure anyone would have been interested, but it was a life changer for me. So bottom line, pardon the pun, <laughs> bottom line is that more fiber may not actually be the answer for you. It certainly wasn't for me. And it actually made things worse for me. And also eating processed foods that contain sugar and refined grains causes dysbiosis or an imbalance in gut health, which means that, for me at least, that totally took my digestion off the rails. And what got it back to normal is added those fermented foods and drinks. Again, not pills, 
not capsules, but real live probiotic bacteria, yogurt, milk kefir, kombucha, water kefir, and fermented vegetables like sauerkraut and kimchi are fermented foods that also contain live probiotic bacteria that helped my gut and helped my digestion get back to normal with no more meds. So I hope that this episode has helped clear the crap (laughs) out of the way of some of our beliefs about what causes constipation. Because even though insufficient fiber may be the reason why some people suffer from constipation, it definitely wasn't the case for me. We're all different. What works for me may not work for you. But I think it's important for us regular people to know that there's no one single solution for everybody and that as consumers and as patients, we have to be our own advocates. We have to be informed about how our own body functions or dysfunctions and then we have to do something about it. What can you do? Well, you can start by checking out my website, aftersugarclub.com. That's aftersugarclub.com. and surf around there and you'll find all kinds of free resources to help you start your life after sugar and become your own advocate for your own health, including downloading your free simple guide to help you start your life after sugar and get more energy, lose a few pounds, get better concentration and improve your digestion. Promise, it's not full of crap. That's it for this week. Keep in touch and see you soon for another episode. And if you enjoyed this episode, scroll down and leave me a positive review. I'd really appreciate it.